Welcome to Fresh Creatives, where we build stories from your ideas. Welcome back to Fresh Creatives, episode two. The podcast will we turn your ideas into internet and entertainment gold. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our first episode last week, The Order of the Potter, colon, The Pottery Barn. We worked really hard on it, and we're going to do some more. Um, I'm your host, Marvin Yue. Joining me is Porter Yang and Chris Din. How are you guys? Great. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Welcome. <Yeah. laughs> Welcome back. We're going to try this again. We got some more, um, a lot more... Um, prompts this week so uh, we've got a lot to work with um let's just get to it. you guys ready to create some more some more awesome stories yeah excited we'll, we'll try <laughs> right. let's do it all right this one comes in from at lily underscore rugo um, the prompt is college students who are more worried about being hashtag unemployed by 30 than hashtag single by 30 which is which is a such a millennial mm-hmm. idea and so real. So the first thing that came to mind when I saw this prompt was Undeclared. You guys see Undeclared? Remember that movie where they made up a fake college? Oh, yeah. It, it's been a while for me. I, I remember the. I remember seeing the posters for it. Yeah, it was like a, a story it where it was, a, it was basically, you know, the, these kids couldn't get into college, so they made up their own. And then they, Wait, was that called Undeclared? Because it wasn't Undeclared a show by Judd Apatow? Am I thinking of the wrong? It, there's also a movie, right? I think the movie was called something else. Oh, anyways. Uh, let, let me just double check because I love <laughs> Undeclared, the show that Judd Apatow did. Yeah. It's, um, anyways. What, what I, I, I mean, obviously reminds me of uh, Wong Fu yeah. Productions, uh, Single by 30 and, and Unemployed, both really funny web, right. web series. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking of a group of kids make up a fake like company uh-huh. to trick their parents into thinking that they have a job. Right, so they would go every day to, you know, like a Ben and warehouse, right. and like skateboard, and then come back and tell, "Oh, I'm working" because they're wearing suits. Um, and then eventually, the lie catches up to them, and they learn a valuable lesson. And I, I, that idea makes me laugh. Uh, how does that? Uh, how do you think it ties into the being single by thirty? Um, hmm. Well, the um, the prompt is that they're more worried about not having a job and not having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Right. So maybe they're. Maybe they're just like crazy successful at romance, but can't get a job. Yeah, um, I, I, uh, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm mumbling. Porter, <laughs> Porter go. <laughs> okay, I think I thought of the movie that you're thinking of. Accepted, maybe. Yes. Okay. Accepted. Yeah, but Undeclared right. is a great show. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's very good. Um, but yeah, that would be funny if they created their own like company and it was a fake company. Um, to hide from their parents that they're unemployed. Right? It's the new, like, why aren't you married yet? It's like, why don't you have a job yet? Oh. Right. <laughs> I think that it's a very, like, real and um, relevant con- concern. And so I like how your idea kind of makes it a little lighter, a little more fun. Yeah. Um, so 
I guess that's a conflict. They're trying to hide it, and then they accidentally become well. Maybe they accidentally successful. invent something and become like the latest. I don't know T-shirt company. They maybe they accidentally realize. Maybe this is the the okay. So it's a it's a story about millennials, but also about the power of entrepreneurship and the American dream, right? Because in trying to hide. Their unemployedness, they end up employing themselves, mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. they end up opening like the new Starbucks, right. or like someone like creates and like some new drink that becomes super popular. I, yeah, I think that's great. And or, the next thing you know, they're like ready to go public, and it's like valued at you know thirty billion dollars, right? Um, and they they don't know how they're going to admit that. <laughs> it's but maybe it's like all based up. on maybe the the end conflict is going to be more like oh they didn't sign an NDA at the beginning, so someone steals their idea, and it becomes about. A patent lawsuit. This is getting out of control, but <laughs> it's, somewhere it's, around there, you know, it's the power of. And then maybe they lose the company, but they end up coming up with a new, better idea. So it's an underdog story too, right? Where mm-hmm. they lose everything, right. but gain confidence in themselves. Yeah, they uh, they lose the company. Yeah, gain confidence in themselves. They lose the company to like a bigger, big competitor, and, yeah. and then they're like, "Aha! It's not even a real company. We made it up." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah. Or while they're pretending they could, um, you know, they're, they have to hide that it's a fake company. So they kind of have to pretend to be working and meet people who, right. who end up hiring them at the end of the movie because yeah. they were so good at pretending to be employed. Yeah. <laughs> they're like selling, you know, like TBD or something like some <laughs> fake product <laughs> and they're so good at it. Everything is fake that they're selling because yeah. it's a fake company. Yeah. Okay, there's maybe, something funny. There. There's something really funny. Maybe they're selling. I don't know. What's what's like a product that's actually fake? I mean, there's the whole the whole theme of like making yourself appear a certain way. Um, uh, is it's it's so like in in the times right now? You know, you want to kind of show off that your life is a certain way. Yeah, but you know, deep down, maybe they're not. in the end their millennialness is what saves them. Right. <laughs> right. What do millennials do these days? We had a thing about millennials last time. Too. That's yeah. true. It's, it's, it's bubbling up. Everyone wants to talk about it yeah. and explore it. So it's funny. Okay. I like that. What do you, what did you, um, what do you, do you have anything to bring? Um, I, I, you know, I thought the, uh, I thought the prompt, um, this prompt was really funny. It, here's a prompt from at Kobo man. And it goes, uh, three words, gay James Bond. <laughs> trying to platonically pump intel out of women and flirty with Goldfinger. Quotations, especially him, etc. cetera. Uh, first of all, that's more than three words. <laughs> that's true. But no, I, I get what you're saying. Gay James Bond. That, I saw that prompt and I, I cracked up immediately. Um, so are you seeing this as like maybe a parody, kind of like a spy movie or like an actual like hard-boiled like James Bourne type of spy movie? Hmm. I think it's, I, I, you know, I always like more grounded stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the idea that James Bond is always going undercover and, you know, someone who may still be in the closet about their sexuality can, it, there's a lot of parallels there. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the expectations oh. that a James Bond has to, that's a good point. Has to be cool, smooth. He has to charm. You know, we always see him charming the ladies in every movie. And this guy who, you know, maybe he's like, maybe he graduates top from his class. Right. He's expected to be like the suave, like MI6 operative. Right. And he's expecting himself like to. Sexing his way through like. Right. The, 
and the uh, intrigue world that that cr- yeah. that cracks me up and he's you know uh, yes he's dealing with high level high level um top secret end of the world type situations but what he's really struggling with is <laughs> you know if he's going to be honest to himself or not right. mm-hmm. maybe that's that could be a lot of fun and he's funny he's having trouble seducing his you know his bond lady right i mean everyone's like oh you know uh, if you seduce her and you know bed her, you can get all this information. And then next thing you know, he's just apologizing to her and he's saying, "Look, it's not you, it's me. I've had a long day, or I had a lot of coffee." You know, he's like making up all these explanations. It gets really. Well, he's platonically getting information, right? And then he'll he you know he'll have to maybe switch to the platonic method, <laughs> and you know. And that turns out to be harder because you know maybe they have to talk about their real feelings and stuff. Yeah. That would be funny too if um, he came from like a family of like secret spies and yeah. <laughs> has to like live up to his family name and everything, and he's like the first gay spy oh, in his family. That actually that makes it already more interesting because there's that pressure, right? Yeah, oh, that's funny. There's I, pressure from from the family, the agency, the family, the from agency. society, mm-hmm. yeah, um, TV, uh, yeah, TV, film, media. I feel like what we'll, I feel like what we'll, would we'll, we'll wrap this up is in the end if he like comes out of closet and kind of becomes the best super spy because he's able to, you know, figure out which of these world leaders are secretly closeted that he can seduce to get, um, get information from. He's like very, he's himself. He, yeah. you know, the biggest victory is that he's honest with himself. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, they realize that, Oh, you're the key to, you know, and here comes the sequel. Cool. <laughs> That's just going to be awesome. <laughs> Okay, so there was another prompt that was funny um, from Drea underscore W89. When two girls become roommates, they not only find that their periods sync up, but they also switch bodies once a month. So, Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Girls switch bodies all the time. No, (laughs) no, we, yeah, no, the whole syncing up thing. If you live with girls, you kind of get on, uh, that might be too much information, but I think everybody knows that that happens. I always thought that was like an old wives tale. No, I think it's just like, um, it's true, huh? Yeah. Cause you, uh, you release like, I don't know, pheromones or something. And then, um, you kind of line up with the other girls in the house or friends or whatever but um that's educational this is an educational podcast yeah Yeah, but i'm wondering if they switch bodies during that time or it's or it's like just once a month i guess by that prompt it means that they're switching bodies at the same time it says uh they switch bodies once a month so do they switch for the rest of the month or is it just one day that's up to us right that's up to us yeah yeah it would be funny It'd be funny if they switched during, you know, the time when they're that time of the month because, you know, there's always that like uh, stereotype that women are PMSing. I don't feel myself. I don't feel like I'm I'm myself, right? Is that a phrase? uh, Yeah. Or Or am I being completely wrong? I don't know. Don't look at me. Look at the... (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I honestly, I don't really notice like a change of attitude. I might kind of feel a little more tired or something, but I don't like get angry or um i'd be more interested in why like what's causing the switch is it like is it ghosts is it technology is it like a gypsy curse you know or Uh, i i'm i'm while you're thinking of that i'm just trying to figure out how can we have the most fun i guess they have to be very very different people right yeah yeah to have the most like fun out of this out of this prompt 
Yeah, and then they can kind of do things that they aren't able to do when they're themselves um, because they don't have, like, they're, they're not worried about repercussions because they're in somebody else's body, um, which would be funny. Cause and, the, and the other person has I, to deal with it. Yeah, if I yeah. switch bodies with you, <laughs> I would do all this ridiculous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like, one well, of them like is what? famous. Maybe one of them is famous or, like, very important. Very, and very one's important. a slacker, right? So maybe yeah. they have different, they're different, like, it's, you know different stages in life or so if it's happening once a month then they have to know it's coming so they're probably trying to like trying to control each other like before it happens you know like you better not do this you better do that or it falls upon like right a certain event of theirs or something so so i guess this goes back to our original question how long does this does it last the duration of the menstrual cycle or (laughs) like the whole month the next month i can't believe i'm saying these words out of yeah, wait, wait. I, I think it, it, <laughs> is that how it works? I think Science. it makes more. I think it makes more sense if it's just d- during a few days because, mm. yeah, because uh, I think a whole month. Then how and they switch back for another month. That's like a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's way yeah. longer than yeah, the, yeah. It's just a few day, kind of, a yeah. few days, kind of a thing. Okay, so did they choose to be roommates, or they they just like was it a random Craigslist thing? Is this college? Where, where can we have the most fun? Out I of this? think maybe ra- sisters. Um, or like related somehow. I think random Craigslist, I think is funny. And, Mm. and what you brought up earlier, some mystical element, because I think sisters are close enough and friends are close enough where they can kind of work with it. But when you're just random people thrown together and then this happens, you, and then even if they move out, it still happens maybe. So they kind of have this weird connection now that they have to work out with each other. Yeah. Maybe something happens while they're together. Yeah. Like a, a, uh, <laughs> there it's yeah. it's the 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 old roommate that gets kicked out was a was a was a witch <laughs> and she's mad and she left a curse right on the apartment yeah. or something like that right yeah yeah and and then and then the, i guess eventually they'll have to track her down is this taking us off course anyways no i mean that's the that's the that's the narrative arc right how do we fix mm-hmm. this right mm-hmm. right right and, and how do i learn and to, then, yeah how do i learn to be more open to and maybe they yeah. become oh, right friends oh. in the process yeah. because at first i don't think they like each other you know what this is a great um you know i've, I've been having discussions with a, a a friend of mine james and we keep talking about like how do we get completely yeah they're they're just completely opposites yeah one's you know a republican one is a democrat oh. and they get to see each other's worlds through you know through this weird body switching thing yeah. and they come to the conclusion that they have to go kill the witch <laughs> 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 because they yeah. they still don't like each other or agree like, on anything. Yeah, they're like, this has been very educational for me. You know, I've I've gained a new perspective in life. Anyways, um, do you want to go kill that witch? Yeah, yeah. I, want, I yeah, want let's my go. Life back I want my life I back. I don't really care. I don't really care to change it. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, cool. The, I mean, which one? Wh- which one you guys want to go with? Uh, we got gay James Bond. We got in, unemployed by thirty, and we got um, roommates menstrual cycles. I'm going to not vote for the menstrual, <laughs> menstrual cycle because I feel like we went far enough with that one. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh I'm, so, I'm so relieved. I, um, I love spy movies, but there's something a little more, I guess, essential about the 
the fake that unemployed, by, unemployed 30. by 30 versus single by 30 and what you're saying about grounded like you you you're more attracted to grounded um i stories um, yeah i feel like that's a more grounded one than than right. the, the two problems we brought up um okay yeah and everyone can relate to it <laughs> yeah i think it's needed to like in, it's a very hopeful I mean, at least what we pitched so far is a very hopeful type right. of story right mm-hmm. which is good with you know so okay we're going, we're going with lily rugos college students who are not who are more worried about being unemployed by 30 than single by 30. Okay, so that's this is I, our this is our work our work we're gonna workshop this now. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Are we being too too grounded? Should we go for the the really wacky? This is an, an honest question. We can still go wacky with this. this I got some ideas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess first things first is let's talk about characters. Like, okay. Who do we mm-hmm. see as like is it like are we following one dude or girl? Or we're following a group of friends or like maybe, you know, what I'm thinking of, because you mentioned Undeclared, was like a group of misfits maybe coming together. Mm-hmm. We, we always go back to misfits. We did that with Pottery Barn too. Yeah. yeah. Pottery yeah. Barn, not Pottery Barn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the- just, it's easy. It's um, very relatable, like yeah. misfits, you know, because I think everybody has that feeling within themselves and that stage where. I mean, I feel like the millennial generation in general, like as a whole feels like they're a misfit in this in this current world, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, very, so, uh, very deep of me, right there. <laughs> they're a misfit in this world. Yeah, it feels like yeah. it. Like the world's been so messed up that it's that they're having a hard time fitting right. into it. So, um, you know, I, I always go back to Asian American characters just because we're Asian American, so mm-hmm. kind of want to get those stories out there. So I'm thinking someone who's been pressured his whole life or their whole life, yeah, um, to be. Um, a, a doctor, doctor or a lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> or an engineer. <laughs> we we all know the words of this song, right? Yeah. yeah. And in this case, they are you thinking they did took all the right steps? They took all the right steps. Yeah, they, they took did all really the right well, steps. And well, and then no offer, no, offer, no jobs, no jobs. Yeah, right. Or they got they got a great job and they were miserable. So one day they couldn't take it anymore and they just quit. And then they were too you know ashamed to tell their families. So then they pretend that they're still oh. working somewhere. Or they're like, well, I got a better job. And- I like this because maybe they secretly want to be something else, and so they're moonlighting as that, but still trying to convince their their family or their their uh, their their community that they're still a doctor or a lawyer. Right. Yeah. And then that becomes the lie that they perpetuate. Right, right. So it mm-hmm. becomes more about instead of a story about the power of entrepreneurship and pulling yourself up, it becomes about pursuing your passion, which is, you know, it's a good message too. Yeah. Right. right? Well, uh, so if he's pers- or sorry, he, I don't know why I don't Monica. We haven't decided there. he or she. Should we make a he or she? I don't I don't think we have to quite yet. I think there's yeah. a group of them, right? So yeah. they're they're all mixed, you mm-hmm. know. Mixed, uh, mixed gender, race, um, orientation, right. yeah. mixed everything. You know, I, I've always had this um, idea where you know, this group of misfits, maybe a group of young adult misfits, who all are kind of they grew up there, spend their whole entire lives doing the right thing, and then they all come together in like maybe like a cafe or something, and commiserate that like they all just want to be something else, mm-hmm. and it becomes like uh, like the Breakfast Club, but for like second like career changers type you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i also think like uh you know if we were staying closer to the prompt i think the idea is that they're 
is a feeling of like, even though, um, you know, young folks are taking all the right steps, there's still nothing on the other end for them. I think that is the anxiety that is underneath the prompts. Yeah. Um, because like there's all these like you got to go to this school you got to do this major you got to go to this graduate mm-hmm. school they do everything and then they come out and it's just there's not much out there so maybe um and so they have to be like oh uh my interview went really well i got hired oh you <laughs> did oh yeah at the you know the uh, tbd and associates yeah <laughs> um but uh, th- i mean or, that, that's yeah. just a thought or they did all of that and 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 they get the job and it's just like what now you know like it, it's almost like you go through high school and college and then grad school and it you're just yeah. kind of like it's like this strict schedule that you've been following for years and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like okay now i'm maybe, just going to work every day yeah maybe right. they have that job and then they lose it all of a sudden and then so they're unemployed in this economic recession they can't find any new jobs but they end up like they end up like at an open mic or at a studio or something where you realize they're, they're just they took a job to get by and realize this like they actually like doing it i think i had a I just you're just you're the way you described it before it made me laugh um and i was just thinking of another scene where we follow all of our main characters and they're getting ready for work and they're putting on their suits and their uh-huh. ties and they, you know, go out the door and they drive. And then next thing you know, we, we just see them sitting, sitting <laughs> at a park yeah. in right. their suits. Like, just... Like playing Sudoku or something. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to figure out, you know, what... And then, basically, they've pulled together some money. And so, they write each other checks every month. <laughs> and they just... To show their parents that they're working. And they, they, they deposit the checks. And basically just write each other checks it's just like so sad like just that idea of that yeah is is you know makes me laugh i i'm having trouble figuring out where to go from here though yeah but it's just maybe that's like, when it starts right because they all have their savings or they're, yeah. they're all cashing in their 401k to like keep with this facade and then eventually they have to go make money somehow so they find it's like uh, it's a job. it's a really funny yeah. sketch right now, and then it's like where does it where yeah. does it progress right? And so I, I mean I liked your idea how they like created a fake company and it does really well. Yeah, but, um, we can go back to that. I mean, I, I, I you know I think it's really funny, <laughs> and, and there again I, it has to do with like keeping secrets and being honest to yourself yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I like the idea. I don't know how it would. How does it? How does it look? How does like a fake company look? And how do you do that? One of them can, uh, for some reason, have like a building or a warehouse. Maybe their dad like owns it or something, or it's like abandoned, and they just go there every day because they really have nowhere to go. And um, I don't know, do what they actually want to do. Maybe they want to be in a rock band or something and they're just playing music um, all the time there. But then on the outside, they have like a fake sign of what the company is and people keep popping in and and (laughs) asking them about it or asking them to like hire them. And and then maybe one day they're like, well, people keep wanting to hire us. Why don't we just do it? And I don't know what company it would be, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I feel like we've completely dropped the part of the prompt where it's you know single by thirty. Well, no, I think that's that's kind of just. Um, I think the, the prompt is saying that it's more like 
being, they're not worried, yeah, they're not worried about are, relationships. They're worried about working. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't think, I don't think we need to, I mean, and it feels like it's yeah. not even about um, chasing your passions, right? It's just about like, where's the work? <laughs> right. But I, I, I mean, I do feel like, I feel like that, that, sh- that can be a component of the story though. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like th- this bill of goods that you've been sold that you have to like, you follow this path and you're guaranteed work is not the reality. But um, that doesn't mean like, you know, it starts in a kind of depressing place, you know, like what did I work so hard for? Let's all pay each other so we it makes it you no know, you know, it's it's about um appearances with your your family to make mm-hmm. it seem like their sacrifices are worth it and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then, you know, the um the the payoff is so talking about the narrative arc is either, you know, um they luck their way into starting like they start this fake company and it becomes a real one mm-hmm. and it becomes successful, or that through this they find out what they're really meant to do. Mm-hmm. Or find something, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a lot of ways we can go with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're basically putting up a facade in the beginning, I guess by the end, they all have to get to a point where they're feeling like, what does that look like? Uh, that What is, what's the end of that arc for, for you? What does that look like right now? Um, for the fake company one? Yeah. Um, that, you know, maybe, um, <clears throat> well, like maybe what Porter said, where, you know, they just start doing something just for, for the fun. money that I was making, or just and then they, it becomes you know, wildly successful. It becomes wildly successful, or it becomes like it becomes like a big like failure, failure, or <laughs> like, it, like it catches a, up to them. Like the parents want to visit yeah. the company, and they they have to like scramble to like hire people, right? And they have to scramble like, okay, we have to pretend to make something, yeah. And then they it's end like up with a, a bunch of these like useless <laughs> things, which they sell, and they become super popular. So maybe right. like. They end up printing T-shirts or make toys or right, something. Right. They're hanging out in the park, so they're just like yeah. collecting pine cones <laughs> and selling <laughs> hipster art. Like a harsh, like slap in the face, a harsh, like reality slapping you in the face. Like uh, you can't just start a fake company and live off that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they get arrested for tax evasion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, like, do we want it to be in the end, like, showing people that, like, your dreams are worthless, or is it, like, no. I feel like, I feel like, um, like, to me, like, what's the big lesson here? Like, what's, right. like, the, what's the message? Is the message, is the message that, um, they have, it should yeah. be they have each other, right? Like, they, they want to seem successful, and in the end, they, like, they're so worried about that, in the end, they well, what's, have each what's other. what's success, Right. And maybe success. You know, I, yeah. I see a couple. Okay, resolutions. I have ideas now. That's a great like, question. A couple of resolutions, like maybe the the lesson becomes, you know, like success, like major success. Like maybe they end up more successful than they were before with with their successful jobs because they took a risk and did something, mm-hmm. right? Like they realize that they have this product that, like, through their fake company, like through having to like fake it to their parents, realize that this is something that people want. Maybe it's like some sort of, I don't know, toy thing that's changed the world, right? And they decide to, you know, go all in on it, right? Yeah, maybe we go back to that the original idea where um, the story arc goes, millennials are, they're unemployed, they commiserate together, and they, like, they all get laid off at the same time. These kids that did everything right, but either couldn't get a job or like couldn't hold a job because of the economy, they start paying each other off to like make it seem like you know they can pay rent and not move home, but then eventually mm-hmm. that those money that money runs out, 
or they need to tell their dad, their parents, they they have something, right? So they create this this shell company that's basically just them hanging out in the park. Um, one day, one day the dad says, "I'm gonna come visit. I'm like, I'm in town. I'm gonna come visit your your company." Right? They're like, "Holy shit, we gotta make something." So like, they create like this um this fake. They they hire people off the street to like, you know, put together these like um I don't know. Let's say like clay like these toy things. Right. Right. And then so that comes super impressed and leaves, and then they find out that these little toy things that they made are super popular with kids. Apparently, they they um, maybe it it instills higher thinking skills in, in right. toddlers. So right, like right. it becomes a new par- the new parental craze. It becomes like super successful, and they ended up like accidentally creating a company out of it. And then they hit, hit legal trouble, right? Maybe you know maybe one of the people who made it decides to, like sue because it's their their idea in the first place. Right, go through a legal battle, and then in the end, what did we say in the beginning? Like they lose everything, but then they end with the confidence to make something else because they 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 tasted the success of entrepreneurship and they they wanted it more. Right, right. Or they realize that they still have each other, and with their brains put together, they can do anything they want or something. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about that? Like as a as a general like arc, I I I think I I think there's something there. Hmm. Yeah, I I feel um, like there is a lot of uh, uh, room to play. I like the scene where you say Dad's going to drop by. Hey, I'm going to come visit. I think because that's that's what gets them kicks their butts it, in the gear, yeah. right? <laughs> and actually, I as soon as you said that, I saw a scene where he's like, "Okay," and he meets his dad in front of a random office high rise building. Yeah. And he's like, oh, take me on a tour. He's like, okay. <laughs> and like, he just takes his dad through this building and like, he's saying hi to people. And they yeah. have no idea who he is. And he's like, oh, this is... He, like, he says hi to a, a random lawyer. And he's like, oh, this is my dad. And they <laughs> strike up an awkward... I like that scene. I, you know, I yeah. think it makes me laugh. It reminds my dad... When my dad... One of his first jobs was delivering um, newspapers here in the U.S. to high-rise building, businesses in high-rises in downtown. And um, he's never been in a building that large before. Mm -hmm. So on his very first day of delivering, it's supposed to be like an in-and-out job. He drops off newspapers, and then he comes back out. He got lost in the skyscraper (laughs) for an hour, and he couldn't figure out how to get out of this damn skyscraper. And that, you know, that to me... It's funny. This kid who shows up to give his dad a tour of the and company gets lost in who, the, yeah, the halls. Yeah, that's... in a building he's never been in. You know, I think that you know yeah. stuff like that's really funny, and it all comes back to the idea of projecting success instead of like that being more important than you know, like right. uh, you know, being either showing your true self or the pressure to show yourself as like you know. Oh, I got so many things going on on Instagram. Check it out. Like, <laughs> I'm at this building. I'm going to this meeting. Yeah, and it's definitely reflective of that. Um, I, uh, but I, yeah, finding that that satisfying resolution for for guys. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know why, but I thought of maybe um, them trying to make money. Um, some of the people they used to work with. Um, they babysit their kids and just randomly like while they're hanging out this building, like their uh, previous coworkers drop off their kids to, for them to watch <laughs> right. and it becomes like this daycare place. Um, but then, um, you know, while they're babysitting these kids, um, they're like, how come you don't work at a job like my parents? And then, um, almost in a way they nurture 
the kids and what they want to do when they grow up and kind of like, <laughs> and I don't know, like kind of um, help them <laughs> Maybe the kids. not end up where they I'm were. I'm so sorry. Well, I just feel like, I, now, I think I see the movie now. It's just yeah. a bunch of friends who pretend they have you know, these really respectable jobs and they're just wandering around <laughs> in this skyscraper and they're sitting in on meetings. Like, they're so nice that people are like, oh, hey, you're coming to the meeting, right? Um, y- yeah. Next thing you know, they're sitting there and they're just getting all these opportunities, but none of them are employed yeah. by the company. But, you know, <laughs> everyone, like, loves having them around. Right. Oh, and like then- wedding crashers, but, like, at a... Yeah, company. like crashers. Crashers. It's, yeah. it's such a huge corporation it's that cor- like no one knows. That corporation they don't crashers, yeah, yeah. And then maybe they come up with like the next iPad or something. Like, yeah, really, really, totally. Like, yeah. yeah, and they're they're invited yeah. to the company parties. They're like the CEO is like, oh hey, do you want to? Um, what's your name? Uh, Marvin. Oh yeah, Marvin. You you want to <laughs> come over and have dinner with my wife? You know we really want to show you how much we appreciate like all the hard work you, that you've yeah. been doing and he's like oh my god and then they just i, I don't and know what the lesson then, is it's just well, okay and then like the antagonist right it's like the hr guy because he knows like you guys aren't on my payroll you guys don't belong here and they it's, it's, and he knows that like this idea that's like the the next ipod the next big thing doesn't right. belong in the company because none of these guys are paid by the company <laughs> right? right 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 so that becomes a conflict like, uh, yeah so they're unemployed, um, but they want to be employed by these companies. So they just like wander around and hang out there. Well, maybe I think this is maybe they're unemployed at first, and then like the the, the dad visit is what like oh let's That's pretend I work at Big Apple, right? Yeah. And yeah. he goes in and meets all the guys, and they all know his face now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is a company that no one says hi to each other. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. outside, very corporate, and like this is the first guy's ever said hi to all these like engineers and people. So he becomes so like yeah, and then they, lot, yeah. they become like friends. They invite him to happy hour, and then yeah. So uh, that's a great inciting incident because he's like, um, they we show them in their routine. Yeah, they all get dressed up. They look important, but they all just sit in the lobby of this, or they sit in the park. One day, one of the guys, we'll call him Marvin. Marvin's dad is like, "Hey, son, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm going <laughs> to visit you." And he turns to all of his friends and he's like, "Oh my god, my dad wants to visit me at work." So he forces all of his friends to go with him and they run into this skyscraper and then they're just wandering the hallways. <laughs> maybe pretending that they work there. Yeah, maybe it's, it's like um so sad. It's like a satellite campus of this bigger corporation. So it's like it's where they put all the all the smart people they don't want to like deal with socially but right, come right. up with come up with products. Mm-hmm. And then that's how they become friends with all like the you know, the other people who did all the right things but like are in like are in Oh my god! Shitty jobs. Right? I think, yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. I think no. I know why this idea makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> a, a really good friend of mine. It's all coming back to me. He used to be an intern at this like uh, very fancy law firm somewhere out in here in LA. And he's an intern, right? He's still in college. He's riding the elevator one day. Um, one of the top lawyers, a female, gets into the elevator with him, and he happened to be uh, getting off at a floor that was for very like high level lawyers because mm-hmm. he was an intern and he had a task to complete. The woman seeing him getting off, getting off that elevator at that level assumed that he was also an attorney, and so the next time they see each other, they 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 uh, they start chatting and they actually go out on a date. And on that date, he reveals to her because uh, she's like, "Oh, what? So you know, I'm doing this and that. What do you? What department are you in?" And he says, "Oh, I'm actually an intern." And she oh. and she's you know, it just blows her mind. And then she actually said out loud, "Okay, I I can do this." 
you know, it's not about, it's not about job titles. I can do this. I like you. So let's, let's give this a shot. <laughs> they went on like another two dates and she said by the end of the second date, she's like, I'm very sorry. I just, I thought I was above this whole, like, what do you do thing? But I, I can't, I can't do this. Oh, wow. And, and so, this was some, your friend? This is my you friend. Knew. Yeah. Oh. That is That's just so a good friend. We worked together. And it, I think this, the way that you described it yeah. made me, cause I love that story and we had a great laugh about it, but I think that there was so much in that moment and I always like loved it as a story. And so right. it's yeah. coming back now. Yeah. I mean, it's totally about, you know what? That's, like, yeah. that's what it is. It's he's there. One of them or one of our misfits is going to run into, um, a, a person. There's going to be, uh, you know, it, it, it brings back this whole idea about single by 30, you know, um, uh, not really being interested in, in dating at all. It's really about like, I need to keep up this appearance that I work here. Yeah. And then, you know, this could be one of the, this could be the, the love story aspect of our, right. Of like our someone story. Who thinks that, Oh, you must be like a high level VP or something. Yeah. 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 And, and maybe he actually knows about the company and he's like a fan of the work and, and has ideas yeah that and then so they're like so what are you working on right now and he just like kind of bullshits and says something and he's like well cool. uh this and then they're like oh that's a good idea and then from there actually is yeah it helps the company right and, and then, then so now we can kind of talk about like you know dating in our day and age yeah and, you know about appearances swipe left swipe yeah. Swipe right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about titles and status and mm-hmm. like, and how much is that yeah yeah matter and he turns out to be a really great guy and she is dating a jerk and but you know uh, we can explore all of that really yeah. fun stuff yeah. and then i feel like i do like the, the antagonist being like the hr guy yeah who yeah, yeah, sees yeah. everything yeah and like understands that like crap this new ipod isn't ours we need to like freak this out and then like reviews of the ceo and then no that's the conflict and mm-hmm. then however that resolves becomes either them starting their own thing yeah and then maybe Maybe they do get fired, fired because they never worked there, so they yeah. kicked out of the company, and then the entire like engineering staff follows them out, right? Because they appreciate their work. And oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Then that'd be a good ending. Right? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. they're willing to walk out. And then he does he get the girl at the end, or um, sure. And I also think <laughs> I also think that all the engineers get up and get ready to walk out, and they think that it'll change everyone's mind, but then. Uh, they all get the axe, but it's okay because they all have each other. <laughs> right. And they can start their own company. Yeah. <laughs> um, I it like could, it. It could also be funny if the HR guy has a crush on the same girl. Right. That like, and he's so just also like, jealousy he's always too. like, you know, just next to the door, or, like his <laughs> head pops out in the window and he's like listening to everything this guy's doing and following him and trying to sabotage him. He's like that guy I, I like in that. the office. Yeah. 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 He's like the, uh, the Bradley Cooper character. We all know that guy. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Crashing. Oh, from, uh, uh for crashing Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah. <laughs> the jerk. Um, I, I my favorite scene is them. Okay, it's just I don't know. I, this is making me laugh now. It's just the idea that our group of guys is wandering in the skyscraper from company to company. Yeah, and every, you know, every, it's like you know that'd be funny if one of the one of kind of like the the downward spiral moments is like this one company, a, a representative from this one company is like, oh hey Marvin, what's up? Um, you know, you coming to the meeting today? And he and he's with uh, someone from another company. Oh. And he's like, "Oh, you work for them too?" Like, <laughs> what? Right? You work for the competitor. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe it's one of like the friends who like didn't who got careless yeah. and accidentally like that starts the whole like kind of things crashing down and right. jig is up. Right, right, right. Dude, that's yeah. that's pretty funny. I just like the idea of yeah. them just 
maybe that's like a sub story where he everyone's okay we gotta stick at this company because this is where we're like getting stuff you know like maybe they're getting a paycheck even though like even though they're not on the payroll so is it one company that they keep going to or they go from different companies so i I feel like this other friend who who messes it up he has a crush on the girl in that company that's why he keeps going back there right and then that messes things or like there's something in that company maybe they have like really good bagels Right. Or really good coffee, and he's like a coffee snob, so he keeps like people tell him, "Don't go back there. You're gonna like ruin it." But he's like, or that would be funny. Right? That would be funny if like they did such a great job at this company that they're you know they're recommended to someone else, like a colleague, like at a different company. And they're like, right. "Hey, get this. These group of guys came in here and shook it up. Like you should hire <laughs> them. Like they'll you know add something new to your campaign or whatever." And then they so they start becoming like a very like high in demand group of yeah. Fake Everyone employees. wants to work with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think that that's it's somewhere somewhere that I think yeah we have like the I like it yeah we have this DNA of, of the this and what's so what do we call it what should we call this Co- hashtag Co- company crushers uh, company crushers um, co- um, corporate ca- crushers what um, when you go Cor- apply for a job like I'm trying to think of something like a term where um, applying for jobs or like filling out you know the forms for jobs or something. Um, I don't know. Apply here. Application. (laughs) Accepted, but that's taken. Accepted. Um, (laughs) um, Do you work here? Do you work here? (laughs) Do you work here? here? Question mark. That's the name of the movie. Maybe it's just we work here. We work here. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) Overqualified? Overqualified? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Um, Super duper overqualified. (laughs) (laughs) Overqualified is good because, like, they end up being like. Why it's a, a reason why a lot of people get re- rejected, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. you know, while out there in the job world, it's like, oh, we're sorry, you're you're overqualified, right? Or unexperienced, inexperienced, <laughs> overly unexperienced, dealing up. <laughs> so, do you think you have enough to? Are we going to try to pitch it to each other, or? or um, well, let's. So yeah, let's. Um, What's the what's the pitch? Why don't you why don't you start us off? Wait. So what's the the title? The title is unemployable, or it was either unemployable or I, over overqualified. Overqualified. Over, yeah, I like, I like overqualified. overqualified. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So um, so thanks to our prompt giver um, at Lily Rugo. Lily Rugo, based off of off of your awesome prompt, um, this is what we came up with. So our I guess we're calling it a movie. Yeah, or a TV show, a movie. A movie? Yeah. So our movie is called Overqualified. It's um, uh, it's about a group of uh, we call them misfits, but I'm going to call them a group of uh, of really close friends who did everything right. They checked off all of the check boxes. They went to the right school. They majored. They took. They got the right major. They went to the right grad schools, and they um, uh, enter the real world. And suddenly, everyone and every company says that they're overqualified and they can't find a job, even though they <laughs> did everything right. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of uh, people back home and their families who are expecting a lot out of them. So they f- they figure they they realize that they just for now have to pretend that they are working for very legit companies. Right. And they all kind of help each other by like writing each other checks. And it just basically goes into um, uh, a fund that keeps circulating and they basically go hang out at the yeah. park every day. And then one day, one of the 
the the friends, the main character's dad decides to come for a visit. Like I'm come visit you at the at the company. At work. I hear foods are really great. I can't wait. And then they panic, and then basically goes and takes them to this um this engineering campus where they go around you know saying hi to people, pretending they belong there. And since everyone there is not like corporate or something, they don't know they're not supposed to be there. And then they end up becoming super popular because this is the first time mm-hmm. someone's ever said hi to them. And they become ingrained in the you know the engineering design aspects, and um, all the friends start like following suit, you know, going to different companies, and um, they eventually find success in one of them where they accidentally design the next hottest like iPhone type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of them actually has a really great idea, um, and he, now he has a platform to share it like unexpectedly because he gets put on the spot when someone's like, "Oh, um, you're the new guys, uh, you know, on campus or in the company." Um, a lot of people are saying a lot of great things about you. What are you working on now? And he's kind of like, "Uh," and he just throws out an idea that he's actually had, and it's a really great idea, and somehow it gets passed up and passed up on the chain, and um, they end up actually developing something but then it gets to the end where they're not really employed by the company right so so all this time there's like this like this the antagonist is the hr guy yeah and he also like oh also the the love aspect where he there's going to be a love story part where you know um one of our um unemployed employees uh meets a like a high level executive and they hit it off and um he basically hides the fact that he, you know yeah. he's not even employed right. at the so company. The, and that's probably who he pitches his idea to cuz he's trying to impress her. Right. You're right. Yeah. 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 And then so the HR guy who's secretly in love with this this executive but also knows that knows that they're not really working for the company. Right. And that all their ideas aren't company property like Yeah. Goes around, no one believes him. They but think he's jealous. Yeah, right? but they're great ideas, and he doesn't want. He also, if he calls them out, then yeah. it could cause the company to go downhill, right. which he doesn't want to happen because he likes that high exec girl. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, one of the friends gets careless, and the whole jig get the jig is up, and then you know they get sued or they get let go or you know, mm-hmm. and then in the end, all the friends that they've made in company follow them because. They're the ones that value them right, inside right. the company, and they right. start this new, a new company, yeah. and become super successful. Uh huh. That's great. And then, yeah, and then the ending is the dad comes and visits his actual company, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, but the dad is still suspicious, so he's like <laughs> always asking employees, "Hey, does my son really work here? <laughs> hey, hey, my son really works here, right? <laughs> awesome. And that's overqualified. Yeah, yeah, that's- I love it." Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's like, why would you ever go and pretend you work in a place that you don't? Like, it's just so funny. To this me. is Hollywood. Doesn't make sense. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's funny and like it makes you wonder what the heck they're up to. Yeah. Um, well, awesome. I think that's a very successful second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what we should do in the end is we should try to pitch it back to the prompt giver and see what they think. We should we should maybe incorporate <laughs> that sometime. Like call them up, yeah, or and they, be like, if you, if hey, they so. should just reply to us on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow us at Fresh Creatives or Fresh X Creatives. Yeah, and by um, no means should they feel pressured to like the idea. <laughs> in fact, it's probably going to be funnier if they say like, "No, that's <laughs> you've destroyed my." It's all right. My genius idea. If you would like us to destroy your genius ideas, um, please leave us a suggestion. You can find our um, suggestions application on our Facebook, Twitter, and um, on our show notes. 
we'd love to hear from you guys and you know the weirder the better please like we give us some good stuff to work with yeah thanks for listening thank you thanks a lot. we'll see y'all next time, time. <laughs> next time bye, bye. And thanks for listening to Fresh Creatives. This podcast was produced and edited by Marvin Yue and hosted by Marvin Yue, Kristin, and Porter Young. Our theme song is Invisible World by Paul Date. And remember, you can also submit a story idea for the team by filling out the submission form found on our Facebook page and Twitter profile. This podcast is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasters and podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian American community. You can learn more about the collective as well as check out other podcasts hosted by Asian Americans by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Ha uh-huh.